The meeting is now being recorded. Um, good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to call this meeting to order and officer. Uh, Wiener, if we could call, if we could do a roll call vote, please. Great. Thank you, commissioner. Uh, good afternoon. This is a meeting of the San Francisco Commission on the Environment Search Committee. The time is 407 PM. Please note that the ringing of cell phones, pagers, and similar devices can still happen virtually and is still prohibited. Please set your device to silent. Pursuant to the mayor's 45th supplemental order, the meeting room for Commission on the Environment Committee meetings is closed. However, committee members and department staff will participate in today's meeting remotely. Many members will attend the meeting through video conference or by telephone if the video fails and participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they were physically present. Public comment will be available for each item on the agenda. Each speaker will be allowed three minutes to speak. Opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone by calling 1-415-655-0001 and entering access code 2492-844-8929. Once connected, dial star three to be added to the queue. Best practices are to call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down any other devices. Alternatively, you may submit public comment by email to the Department's Commission Affairs Officer at environment at sfgov.org. Comments submitted via email will be forwarded to committee members and will be included as part of the official file. I will now read the line acknowledgement. The Commission on the Environment Search Committee acknowledges that we occupy the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone peoples who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. We honor the Ramatush Ohlone peoples for their enduring commitment to steward Father, Mother Earth. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush community and by affirming their sovereign rights as first peoples. This concludes the land acknowledgement. I will now call the roll. Commissioner Ahn? Here. Commissioner Bermejo? Here. Commissioner Wall? Here. Member Chu? Here. Member Owens? Here. Chair Ahn, we have a quorum. Excellent. Next item, please. The next item is item two, review and vote on whether to approve resolution file 2022-02-COE-SC, resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California Government Code Section 54953E. The speaker is Kyle Miner, Commission Affairs Officer. The explanatory document is resolution file 2022-02-COE-SC. This item is for discussion and action. The committee will consider adoption of a resolution making findings that Government Code Section 54953E requires in order to allow the committee to hold meetings remotely as currently required under local law without complying with certain Brown Act requirements. Any discussion from members or commissioners? And if not, could I have a motion? Let's see, is that a motion, Commissioner Wall? Yes. I'm so. approved. I have a motion from Commissioner Wald, and uh, was that a second, Commissioner Bermejo? Yes. Right. Um, and before we take a vote, then we should also do public comment, Mr. Winner. Yeah. 
Thank you, Sharon. We will now open it up for public comment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And I'll pause for a moment while the access code is displayed on the screen. And see no callers in the queue. Public comment on this item is closed. All right, let's do the vote then. <clears throat> Sharon? Yes. Commissioner Bermejo? Yes. Commissioner Wall? Yes. Member Chu? Yes. Member Owens? Yes. The motion passes. Great. Item three then. Right. Item three, approval of minutes of the August 22nd, 2022 Commission on the Environment Search Committee meeting. Explanatory document is the August 22nd, 2022 meeting draft minutes. This item is for discussion and action. Any changes to the minutes uh, commissioners or members may want to make? If not, a motion and then a second. So moved. Okay, I have a motion from Commissioner Bermejo and then I second. Commissioner Wald seconds. Um, we'll go to public comment then again before taking a vote. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And see no callers in the queue. Public comment on this item is closed. Roll call vote, please. Chair on? Yes. Commissioner Bermejo? Yes. Commissioner Wall? Yes. Member Chu? Yes. Member Owens? Yes. The motion passes. Great. Making good time. Now we're at item four, which seems to be general public comment. Members of the public may address the committee on matters that are within the committee's jurisdiction and are not on today's agenda. Just one moment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn. Seeing the college in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. Thank you, Kyle. Next item, please. Okay, the next item is item five update on the Environment Department Executive Director search and vote on whether to begin official recruitment process. The speaker is Rachel Danke, Associate Executive Recruiter, CPS HR Consulting. Explanatory documents are the proposed recruitment timeline and the brochure draft. This item is for discussion and possible action. Okay, please go ahead. Hi everyone, uh, my 
name is Rachel. I am the recruiter for one of the recruiters for this position. Um, and I have some documents to submit. So the first one is the brochure text for the proposed professional brochure. Um, I have a PowerPoint prepared for the recruitment outline if you wanted more information on all the actions of the process. And then also a proposed timeline um, with comments from um, from the um, employment uh, development office as well to accommodate mayoral interviews and their proposed timeline as well. Um, so I don't know if you, if anyone wanted to see the recruitment outline to get a more overview of what our process would be, or if there's questions on that. Um, thank you, Kyle. Um, so if you go to the first slide, the second slide, um, this is just an overview of who will be working on this project. So um, our manager, Pam, who has been in the industry for over two, 20 years with CPSHR, and then myself um, assisting with this amazing project. And then in the next slide, um, this is the updated proposed timeline incorporating um, time for mayoral interviews and establishing time to um, schedule those with the mayor um, as discussed with Sean um, from the Employment Development Office. Um, so we are currently um, at the um, November 21st spot um, where we have the brochure text created. We have contacted um, commissioners and stakeholders who wish to participate in including their thoughts on the the brochure outline, the ideal candidate statement. Um, and then we've also incorporated information from the Jamboard, which was the public comment and the staff comment as well. So all of that has been incorporated into the brochure text and has been created um, for you to review in order to um, see if there's any changes you would like to make for the bro professional brochure. Um, once we complete this um, and have your blessing on the brochure text or get any edits, then we'll proceed to create the professional brochure um, and then we'll get the advertisement and the av uh, recruitment launched. Um, our hope is to potentially get this recruitment launched um, by potentially either this week or next week, depending on the edits to the brochure that you wish to make and then with the hope of closing the recruitment January 9th and then starting interviews within the first um, end of the end of January and into February. Any questions on the proposed timeline before I move on to the next slide? Yes, Commissioner Wall. Yeah, please. I'm going to raise this um, an issue about the timing, uh, if I may, uh, Commissioner On. I am uh, concerned that about uh, the timing um, for the interviews, and uh, particularly as it looks on this. The interview uh, with the mayor, 
and here is my concern. It relates to the budget process of the city and the department in particular. Unless I'm way off, it, it looks to me like the candidates will be in, deep in the interview process at the time that um, the mayor will be uh, putting together her budget. My number one priority for the department is that it be in funding for its climate activities be included um, in the mayor's budget. And I am worried that this timeline will undermine uh, the efforts of the acting director to accomplish that. In other words, people will be talking about who is going to be the next director while he is advocating for uh, the budget. I don't, I don't know what the actual solution is other than the one that comes to my mind is that we extend it uh, shortly. I will say, I don't think there's much point in sending the brochure out, even if you get it done during the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, but um, I think that that this schedule, as uh, proposed, could have unintentionally a negative uh, impact on the department's ability to get funding for its most critical program. Thank you. I appreciate that feedback and that is a really great point. Um, I will start by just saying we are here to serve you. So our timeline is a proposed timeline just to lay it out for everyone to see, but we are happy to support whatever you wish. Um, recruiting in the holidays is a little hard. So if we wanted to extend the um, the launching of the recruitment, getting it live, and also extending the closing so that it falls outside of that range. Um, we are happy to support you however you wish. Any other comments or thoughts from maybe either department staff like Charles or Kyle, welcome your thoughts, or maybe members and commissioners too on that point just raised by Commissioner Wald. I mean, if there's no, I don't see anybody's hand raised, but just throwing out the idea of extending the timeline, the budget is typically done um, which month, and then what would we essentially be proposing to delay it by? I think that would be helpful to have in front of us. Um, just jump in just from what I know too of the budget process having the mayor's budget being submitted by the end of May. Um, so actually, I think that extending the deadline further would just get you closer to that. So actually, you know, February and March is is prior to that. Um, and in fact, getting someone on board um, in that permanent role around this timeline would ensure that they were there for the ongoing budget conversations between the mayor's office and the board of supervisors over the summer as the 
as the budget details continue to get um, hashed out. And Charles, I think you were also going to chime in. Thanks for that. Yeah, I was going to, that's one data point I was going to add. The other data point um, is the earlier submission. So I believe, and Sarah can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe the, the department will submit its budget to the mayor's office uh, sometime late February. Then the mayor's office works on it with all the different departments. And then as Sarah uh, um, noted, then the mayor's final budget gets submitted to the board in late May. So that was just the other data point I was going to add. So, uh, please go ahead, Commissioner Wall. Uh, so, it's it's not a problem, is what I'm hearing. I'm I'm happy to be told that it's not a problem. But is it? Are you saying it's not a problem? Uh, yes, Member Owens, please. Um, and this is my my perspective that uh, getting it done sooner rather than pushing it out further would would address your concerns, um, and it would be less of a problem to have it just to have the recruitment earlier and finalized um, instead of extending it. I think you would start to run up even more to the the budget process. If you were to, yeah, extend it further. I mean, right. So under this, but under this, the, the person wouldn't start until June. The I believe the document says wouldn't be required to relocate. Is that right? until June? Yeah, it says the start date. So that's just an approximate start date. We like to um, just kind of push it out just in case someone has to relocate um, and the background check process. But depending um, on, you know, the background check and where the candidate is coming from and and also just the negotiations that we will be assisting with, um, they could potentially start by May um or even april depending on the notice it's usually the notice that they like to give to their um, to their employer but that just comes into the negotiation part and you know just saying hey we need you quick and uh making those frank conversations with them Um, this is just my perspective. I think getting the director search done sooner then seems to be better just to not make, you know, a situation, any potential problems worse seems to be compelling my mind. I mean, the other possibility is like try to push this all the way out in what September, October, which not wild about either. Um, yeah, I, I welcome other people's thoughts on this at the end of the day. Uh, yes, Member Owens, I see you raising your hand again. Um, I think it's, I'd be curious for other members' opinions on this as well, but um, you know, should there be a new director coming in? I think that, I guess, like, to, again, the sooner rather than later point is that 
for them to be, even if it's involved in the budget process as it's ongoing, could be a beneficial way for them to start working um, and working at the department and being involved in the budget in the budget process and then rather than waiting for the fall and working with a budget that's already necessarily it's been set you know without them um i i would recommend we don't consider pushing it out until the fall um i think that that's um an unnecessary extension of the timeline Commissioner Bermejo, you had your hand raised too I just wanted to add that I do believe that it's better to do it sooner rather than later. I think also surely we're not the only department that goes through this, but dragging it out, I, I don't see how it benefits us. It just sort of prolongs this sort of status of being in limbo um, without a director. So I think um, going forward earlier would be a better outcome for the commission. I'll add, I, I think for the department too, like I, I just think having leadership in place is really important after, you know, not having a, a set leader for so long. Hmm. Any other thoughts? Member Chu, it's hard to see you on the screen. You haven't raised your hand, have you? You can shake No, no I haven't. Um, okay. Commissioner on. But I, I, since, since I'm, I'm rambling, um, I also agree with everyone's sentiment. And I think, you know, um, from the staff perspective, I, I do think that um, having having um, someone on board sooner rather than later would also uplift some of the morale of, of the department. And so I think that's helpful in that. And um, just looking over some of the dates, I think February 21st um, is when um, the draft budget is presented to the full commission. I'm sorry, to the mayor's office. So um, I got the detail there. And then May is the budget hearings. Got it. Thanks for that member too. Okay. Other questions or issues around timeline as of now? Um, yes, Member Owens. Um, I do think that the holidays, the January 9th date does seem like maybe a little soon right after the new year. Um, and so I know I don't want to argue against myself, but just the, if there would be what other members think about just having that be a little bit like one week later, just for people after the holidays and the new year, but then kind of shaving, not, not having it um, affect the timeline further down, like maybe finding where there could be a week shaved off perhaps in the, in the, I don't know in what part it would be, but like if there's an area where you can kind of cut a couple days here and there to allow for um, like seven more days of it being open. So I do have a two week cushion um, for the screening interviews process, so I can cut into that and um, shave some days off of that. It might be a little tight just because we have a few um, other positions closing, but I think we can cut into that to make it open longer. 
I'm curious what others think about that. I, I think so. I mean, it's the holidays. I think that's another challenge too. And um, yeah, I think if you can create even another week or so. I agree. So if we close it on January 16th, that would be another Monday. So that would add seven whole days. Would that be okay? And that would give me a week to conduct um, screening interviews with those that we have identified as top candidates. Um, yes, I, I'm okay with that. I think okay. that's a good move to make. I'm okay with that. I am as well. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Any other thoughts on this before I move on to the next slide? Um, I, I mean, Commissioner Wald, I do want to return to your concerns at the end of our discussion, perhaps, but maybe for now we'll just move to the next slide. So, just real quick question. This is Sean Sherburn, uh, Assistant Director from Department of Human Resources. Uh, so, Rachel and I went through the timeline. I had Rachel extend out the timeline for the mayor's office, thinking there might be um, other uh, preliminary interviews with maybe her policy folks. Uh, in talking to um, uh, to our team here, it sounds like there might be policy uh, people from the mayor's office involved in these interviews or already involved in the interviews uh, that you will be conducting. Is that correct? So, yeah, so I'm in the mayor's office. Where, um, where's that coming from? Oh, it's Sarah. Sarah Owens. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. So that I'll, I'll continue to participate in this in this search committee. And so I'll be involved um, in this process. And Sarah, thank you. Um, sorry, I didn't see you on my screen. Um, is it your so having done a few of these uh, with the mayor's office? Um, do you think that it will just go straight to her for interviews, or do you think there will be preliminary interviews with you or um, one of her deputies? I think because I'll be involved at the, uh, with speaking with the candidates through this process, that it will go just to the mayor um, once it makes it to that stage. So, um, but I can. I can confirm that too with folks in our office just to to double check that, but that's my that's my sense. Okay, well then that's going to be um, some Shorter. some time savings for uh, for this process. I had Rachel extended out for a month based on other uh, department head level recruitments that we've done before, but it sounds like that month that we budgeted there um, can be uh, shortened uh, considerably, probably. What a week to two weeks, um, maybe two weeks if we're if uh, folks are being flown out from uh, different parts of the country. Right. Yeah. Because even if other another member of senior her senior staff would like to do an interview, like that could be done in coordination with the, with the mayoral interviews in a way that I think we could be efficient with timing so that it doesn't get spread over four weeks. And Sarah, these will be in person with the mayor, correct? Yes. Okay. 
Perfect. Thank you, Sean. Okay. Um, so if we're ready to go to the next slide, I think we have, oh, yes. So this is um, just a visual of the stakeholder feedback that we got on candidate qualities. Um, so the first word cloud is feedback from the Jamboard. Um, and then the second is feedback from the commissioner um, and stakeholder feedback one on one interviews that I conducted with those who wanted to participate. Um, so, some of the biggest things is um, diversity, um, equity, a big, um, a big fo focus on equity, both within the department and without. Um, People management skills on both sides. I have staff development on this from the staff feedback jam board, but people management skills from the commissioner feedback. Um, so basically putting it all together, um, the biggest ask and the biggest um, ideal candidate quality is someone who is looking both internally at the staff, focusing on their development, focusing on the projects, establishing a baseline for the department for day to day activities. Um, and not just focusing on the big projects, but also keeping the climate action plan in mind um, and also making sure that um, they are a good relationship builder for internal departments and community um, agencies around. Um, in addition to that, not only just focusing on equity inside, but also focusing on equity for the communities as well. Um, so a really great ideal, really great qualities to focus on. Um, and I think that'll really help us find that ideal candidate in our outreach. So based on that description, is there anything else that um, you don't see that you want me to keep in mind as we're looking for, or is there, uh, and this might not be the right place to ask, um, but if there's anyone that comes to mind that fits these qualities, um, feel free to either reach out to me um, or my manager, Pam, um, and we can definitely reach out to those people. I mean, just following up on Commissioner Wald's earlier comments, but perhaps um, I see the phrase here, stretch the budget, but I think it should be more ambitious than that, build the budget. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably a better wording. <laughs> yeah, definitely, um, definitely someone who has some finance skills. That was a, a big, a big one on both sides too. Stable funding, that was very common, especially with staff feedback. Expanded funding, even. Mm -hmm. Any other comments, questions? Let me look for the pictures. I hope this person exists. Yeah. <laughs> I received a few names already um, that seem to really fit based on the one-on-one, on one, so I'm excited. Perfect. Okay. Um, but I, I don't. Actually, sorry. What what I don't actually see here. I don't think. I mean, I can't really tell. Um, it's something that's important to me, and I was going to urge its inclusion, and that is extensive experience with, at the local government level. Mm. Uh, that is a really important characteristic uh, for 
me our core competency to use your uh, language um, that I don't think is really, I mean, knowledge of San Francisco is certainly part of it, but um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who could see themselves, I think, in this position, and a lot of people I know who might see themselves in this position, but I'm not I'm not so interested, frankly, in someone who has run even a very large nonprofit uh, successfully, because I think the skill that's entailed in doing that is is very different than someone who um, has spent a great deal of time working in um, local government and knows what the levers there are. and how to move them. And just so I understand, um, would that be for the political understanding of how to approach people and to get things done? Is that what you're thinking of? Well, that's certainly a, a large part of it. I mean, the po political uh, experience, the uh, experience of being in the middle with advocates on one side and uh, the larger city government on the other, um, the experience of both being an insider, which is what it takes to succeed and succeed on behalf of the department. Again, I guess this would be political, uh, Rachel, but um, and being an advocate uh, externally for the programs and the activities, I, I think um, personally, I I would not look favorably on someone who didn't have um, local government uh, experience. I think even even state government um, would be somewhat helpful, but less than ideal. But to come into a place like San Francisco, which we're always telling ourselves is so unique, without any local government experience whatsoever, I think would not necessarily be um, ensure or maximize uh, the person's success. That's why it's important to me. Thank you. That clarifies. Thank you so much. I just wanted to um, also ask a clarifying question, Commissioner Wald. Is that also um, you interested in having somebody know local government is because they also understand how funding flows through local government? Because we're talking about building our budget. Is that is that part of the concern as well? That's certainly part of it. Yep. Thank you. Who is used to the whole the whole process of making local government work at, in a individual department. Thank you. Um, Rachel, just trying to keep us on, how many slides do we have to go through? Um, honestly, this is probably a good stopping point. The rest is just uh, more of the process, but we already went over that in the timeline. Great. So that said, I mean, uh, other comments or questions? Thomas? 
Perfect. And then I think the last thing would be just to uh, mention the brochure text um, and then seeing if we wanted to add any of the comments from the from what we just discussed into the brochure text for the ideal candidate statement. Um, and, uh, and if there was any other questions on that. I, I, uh, yes, please, Commissioner Wald. I had um, a couple of other comments on the um, on the brochure text. I would suggest that. In the first, uh, in the introductory paragraph about the position, in the second sentence, um, I think the use of the phrase on its climate pledge and strategic action plan is maybe too limiting. Um, because I, first of all, the strategic action plan will be changed, hopefully under the leadership of this person. And secondly, because the climate action plan, while to me the most important uh, element of uh, the department's activities isn't the only one. So I would suggest that uh, we broaden that um, phrase without, we wouldn't have to change it at all if we wanted to add something like and other programs and projects of uh, the department, because this person is going to be in charge of all of them. And then I, I personally would put this business about extensive experience in, um, in the core competency. I don't want it, it to get lost. Uh, and then in the specific job duties where it says develop working relationships, I would like to add strong and collegial uh working um relationships with other department heads because that is one of the absolute uh prerequisites of success in this job that's the third bullet am i thinking Any other suggestions or changes? Yeah, I had a couple. Yes, please. Um, in the about the department paragraph, I'm uh, looking at the sentence about the funding for the department. Um, I think that's 
sentence doesn't fully capture like the real major sources of funds that the department currently receives. I find the call out of parks and recreation a little bit odd. Um, and I also do think that it's not necessary to include the phrase board of supervising approved. Um, so I would suggest just like, because it's it's derived from city departments, but really, as you all know, a big part of the department's budget is from refuse rates. So I think that's important that that's reflected. I also do think it's important that the income, the person we're recruiting knows that a lot of the budget um, or a portion of the budgets from state and federal grants and money, because that is going, I mean, that's a continuing piece of the work that's done. And I think it speaks to, um, just the reality it's uh, it's important for them to know what's um how, how the department is funded so that was three comments around that paragraph um and then i noticed on the strategic plan section uh, a couple small typos but the numbering is off um so like strength and community resilience should be four and then five and six and then I would just suggest uh, making consistent use of ampersands versus and. So in two, you could say just um, the word and between communities and ecosystems to be consistent across. Um, Rachel, just to confirm, this will be copy edited, I'm hoping, before it's sent out. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Great. Um, I mean, to uh, member Owen's earlier comment about uh, parks and rec, I believe that may have stemmed from a comment I made earlier, which was around trying to just understand the department's budget in the larger ecosystem. So I, I don't know if we need to do like a single call out of parks and rec, which may stand out too much, but just more generally talk about, you know, uh, the budget being crafted in that ecosystem, whether it's city departments, I think a reference to the Board of Supervisors is probably good. We don't need to call it Board of Supervisor approved general funds. I think that's implicit, but just say, you know, a process including the Board of Supervisors and Mayor perhaps is one way to um, frame it. And then um, talking what uh, Member Owens was also talking about, the refuse rates, that that would be also important to throw into this mix as well. Uh, yes, Commissioner Wall. So I thought those were great comments and they, they gave me an idea for another one. I wonder if we ought to actually call out uh, more than this does the unique position that the Environment Department has in the city in which it is charged with achieving certain outcomes but does not have the authority to tell other departments uh, it's charged with achieving certain outcomes that depend on other departments doing their part and over programs which the department has uh, no authority and if we put that in the about the position if we specifically called it out it would underscore why the development of strong and collegial working relationships with other departments is so important and for people who aren't 
you know, who don't know the department, I think that would be an important piece of information for them to have when they're thinking about applying and when they are, in fact, applying. Um, yeah, I can definitely add that in if everyone um, is okay with that. Um, there's also conversations that we'll be having too with candidates. Um, my concern with that was I didn't want to scare potential candidates away um, and just having a candid conversation about here, this is kind of the reality of the position, but it also, if that is something that would scare them away, that would definitely add a few less applicants that wouldn't be serious for this job. So um, I'm happy to do either way. If there are no other comments, Rachel, is it possible to get kind of a red line changes around this? And um, maybe just to confirm, like, in terms of process, Kyle, like, do we vote out just the draft that's in front of us, or do we need to vote again on the the red line change draft, essentially? Thank you, Commissioner. Um, and the committee has several options on the table. There could be a vote simply in general to begin the formal search process. Um, and we do have a copy of the draft included as an explanatory document, but without the track changes, you could vote to approve the draft with proposed amendments as discussed. Um, so a couple different options available to the committee. Um, if a committee member would like to make a motion. Yeah, I think getting it started. Oh, I see um, member Owens. Yes. I just had one more one more comment um, just under the about the position. I would suggest um, in the 1st sentence. Saying clearly that the position reports to the mayor. Um, so, we can just, you can strike office. To the mayor of San Francisco. And then I, I did have a question. Um, to the group on the way I read the core competencies. I just want to make sure the first bullet under core competency we think captures um, if that's meant to capture the phrase environmental health to capture all the climate work as well, or if you think like if that climate specific is distinct from environmental health or not, that just kind of stuck out to me as a phrase um, as the top core competency that I was I just wanted to make sure we were all uh, comfortable with. Seems fine. I just, I, I think the other aspects of the department are captured throughout. Um, I think I'm fine with that portion. Yeah. Okay, so are there any other 
suggested edits or recommendations to this brochure right now. So I, I'm hoping um, we can entertain a motion today to just move forward the process at least. Excuse then, me, uh, Lowell, did you have your hand up? I, I did. Yes, Thank you. Please. Thank you, Commissioner Wall. Um, sorry, just a just a very minor point. While we're on core competencies, the, the third bullet from the top, um, perhaps we can replace electric vehicle with just clean transportation. Um, oh, sure. that, that is more in, encompassing of what the program does. Thank you. That's a good edit. Uh, Chair, on just a clarifying question uh, with your yes. permission. Um, just with respect to, um, in the timeline, the commission interviews uh, tentatively scheduled for mid-February. Um, and this could be a question for Rachel, but also for the members of the committee. Um, I guess is there is there a preference to include um, only committee members in that, or the entire Environment Commission as well as uh, Member Chu and Member Owens in that interview process? Hmm. At the end of the day, the search committee in my mind was to go through the interviews and vet at least um, some of the candidates for the broader commission review. In other words, my hope was the search committee would be able to narrow down the pool through the interview process. Um, and then ultimately the commission would take up the applications and you know the finalized list of candidates to then forward on to the mayor. But does the search committee see, uh, agree with that? Maybe first of all, we'll check in with everybody here. And maybe to the conversation we had about the timeline and a way of having that more condensed timeline for the mayoral interviews is if 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 I am involved um, and if Lowell are involved in the in some pre earlier stage vetting and interviewing of candidates that that's one way of doing it. But I um, I just think if if it goes just to the commission. And I'm not involved. Like you just might need to think about the mayor, how mayor mayor's office is involved in the interview process. And one thing, maybe as a matter of process, to confirm is: do if if the search committee was to involve its members, do all mid, you know members of this committee need to interview each candidate, or can it can you know some of the applications be split up? Or is it really important? I don't know for consistency purposes or legal reasons. I'm not aware of for all five of us to engage constantly. Maybe this is a question for Rachel or perhaps Sean. Yeah. Physically going to raise my hand. Um, uh, should be the same people. Um, Rachel, I'll, I'll look to as well to hopefully. Uh, agree with me, but for consistency's sake, whether it's the entire commission interviewing or a subset, uh, we would encourage you all to keep it the same panel members, the same, uh, the same group interviewing. 
Um, yes, Commissioner Wald. Have to ask the same questions uh, of everyone. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. But that's not true at the commission level. Well, they wouldn't have to be at least the same questions that were asked by the subcommittee. Well, I think Rachel, maybe you can jump in. Rachel will very likely work with you all to draft questions. She probably has a Rolodex of wonderful questions given her outstanding work in this field. So she'll give those to you. My experience working with other commissions similar to environment is that they'll take those. Sometimes those questions, an answer that you get from a candidate um, wants you leads you to follow up. So it's a guide and yes, we would ultimately want to be asking similar questions because that's how it's going to lend itself uh, to how you all you know, rate people uh, from this. I think Rachel might have a rubric as well that like, how can you, you know, how do you want to rate people um, and then move them forward? Because at the end of this, you could end up with a number of candidates and collectively as a commission, you will have to decide which three or more candidates are you going to move forward to the mayor's office um or to the mayor and so you know i think whatever tools we can avail ourselves, i think is going to help you all uh especially since um um you know given the work that rachel's doing recruiting a, a broad candidate pool you very likely will have a number of candidates that you'll need to uh to um to go through rachel did you have a thought around that part of the process Yes, and it's we we do have a Rolodex of questions, although we've upgraded it to Excel sheet because we're high tech now. Um, but yeah, we will be crafting the interviews and also to based on the stakeholder feedback that we've done. We also use that for the interview questions as well. Um, in addition to our lovely Excel sheet, we'll submit the interview questions for approval before way before the interviews. Um, and then I'm assuming that these interviews with the search committee would be in person, um, but we can facilitate Zoom as well. And then we'll be guiding you through every step with Sean um, as well and uh, helping you with the rubric that we do have um, and helping to grade your top candidates to help them move forward. So, yeah. The thing that comes to mind, and this is more Kyle's domain, is just logistics, um, making sure, you know, the five of us plus staff can get into the same room and maybe do it for whatever. I'm assuming we're going to organize blocks of time and have candidates come in to be interviewed for efficiency purposes. Um, okay. And I, I do think a smaller subset, this is my opinion uh, to emphasize, a smaller subset of the commission is a better way of organizing it than, rather than trying to convene the entire commission to go interview candidates. So that's my opinion. I don't know if anybody disagrees. Okay. Well, if not, then maybe that's the direction we'll move in. Um, as a result, quick question for for Kyle. So the the slate of of candidates that move forward to the mayor, the 
is my understanding correct that the full board will need to make a motion to bring forward uh, that slate, but they will not be making individual motions on each candidate. It will just be we're moving this slate forward for consideration uh, um, at the mayor or with the mayor. Is that correct? Um, that's my understanding, Sean. I would, I think, I would also defer to um, to Mr. Wald, who I believe was involved with the previous search process. That's certainly the way we've done it in the past. Yeah, yeah, and and my my concern is we wouldn't want to be making individual assessments that would become part of the record uh, for individual candidates. This would be this is the recommendation if it's this committee recommending to the full board, and then that full board. Uh, making a motion to go, yes, this this encompasses the slate that oh. will move forward to the mayor's office. Is that correct? So I think the way we did it before is a slight variation on that. I think, but I I don't I don't know if it has much impact. I think we may have recommended. And I've been involved in more than one of these previously, m more than the minimum number mm -hmm. of candidates. And then the commission narrowed it to a smaller slate mm -hmm. so that we might have forwarded five names mm -hmm. and the commission selected three. Mm -hmm. That's consistent with with my experience with commissions as well, um, but that the act the action of recommending the three, four, five, however number it is, at least three to the mayor was a motion by the full board. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So should that be the search committee's goal? Then I, that sounds good to me. Like for us to get it to five candidates to then put forward to the commission to then narrow it to three. Yeah, and I think we can see based on the number of applicants that we get, if there's more and there's six that are really highly qualified that we're excited about, like, you know, I don't think we, we don't need to limit ourselves to five in that way, but we can yeah. see, see what happens. Again, fingers crossed. It's very competitive. Okay. I just say also, I think we should give some consideration given the time um, constraints um, that to doing uh, interviews by Zoom, um, which would, I think, well, the first question is, if we did some by Zoom, do we have to do all by Zoom? Uh, but even though we did in-person interviews before, I think that if we do Zoom meetings, it might give us more flexibility in terms of working with a block of time that we will have available to us uh, for moving these candidates forward. And we will get to meet all of them. At least the commission people will get to meet all of them in person. But if we, if anybody thinks it's going to 
harm a candidate, then I I certainly withdraw that suggestion. Member Owens, did you want to chime in? I know that we're I mean we're going back into person for as many things as we we can um, in the mayor's office, and I think that there is just would I think that it would be personally I enjoy the in person interactions more with people, especially. Yeah, so I, I would, and perhaps if there's an option where we could do a hybrid of meetings, if there's a room in city hall where we could have remote attendees, if members of our committee are not able to participate in person, but, um, and I can, of course, I'll be flexible with however this committee would like to proceed, but I, I personally prefer the in-person route for interviews. Well, I certainly prefer it also, but I'm just trying to maximize the the time uh, that we're going to have uh, to to do this. Uh, Rachel, your hands up. Yeah. So one favor um, in favor of Zoom um, that I have been sharing with clients that they have been opting for the first wave to be Zoom, just because we will be coming out of the holidays. COVID strains have been popping up and also um, what they're calling a tridemic uh, with RSV and I think pneumonia. Um, so that is something to have in mind just in case it's we're closed since we extended the closing that should give some people enough time to get over any illnesses that they experienced in the holidays, but also something to consider if that is a concern. Does it have an impact on uh, the applicants doing it one way or another in your experience? For the first panel, um, I think it makes it a little bit easier. People are more likely to participate um, in the interview process, especially if they're flying from you know, the East Coast and they're not sure if they would be able to afford the air flight um for the first wave that is definitely a consideration um especially as we go into a recession that sounds like... i'm sorry i cut you out there commissioner it's okay oh i was going to say in that case i would prefer zoom uh, for the first round and then moving to in person the the hybrid suggestion made by member Owens. And just to confirm the 1st round would be what timeline again? Let me take a look at the document. Looks to be. Yeah, that would be the 8th to the 13th. Um, but I do have a cushion in front of that from January 25th to February 8th for just placeholders for any additional meetings or client considerations. So if we need to cut into that, we can also do that if you want to have virtual interviews, maybe the first week of February um, or have the. Um, or I'm sorry. The commission interviews, I'm sorry, would be February 14th. So 
Um, we could do the Zoom interviews February 8th to the 13th, and I can just bump ahead the scheduling. We would just need to have um, choices before that. Um, in order to make sure that we have everyone scheduled for Zoom. But thankfully that if we did do it via Zoom, that makes it a lot quicker for candidates to say yes or no um, for that process. And then that way it wouldn't affect the timeline any further. So if we did the Zoom meetings, the sub small subcommittee February 8th to the 13th, and then schedule the full commission meeting with the selected candidates from February 14th to 16th, that would be Perfect. I mean, the only additional note I would have is like, if for whatever reason, let's say there aren't a lot of, you know, candidates for this position, we're only talking, I don't know, a handful. And, you know, the tridemic is um, receding, not as much an issue, then I, I would just want it by then, if we're talking early February, just to do it in person, might as well. Um, yeah, accessibility is an issue, I think, if we're talking like a large pool in my mind. Um, more of an issue, at least. Any other? I think the in-person for the mayor mayoral meetings is great, like when we get to that level. Mm -hmm. And then I think for the meetings that we do, I I, I think especially if we're looking if there's folks from around the country or would have to be doing a lot of travel to come out i think that could also having the virtual option right makes that a lot easier um for that so we don't in the interest of not having not wanting anyone to be dissuaded from proceeding in the process and then certainly with the health considerations as well i'm perfectly happy doing the virtual interviews Okay, any other feedback? Just to, to confirm for the interviews um, in person, uh, is the department uh, going to be reimbursing or paying for their travel here? That's been my experience with other executive recruitments. Do we have the budget for this even? This is a question probably for Kyle and Charles. Uh, thank you, Commissioner. I don't have it immediately available. Um, Rachel can correct me if, I, if I'm wrong. I believe that the budget includes a $25,000 flat fee and five additional $1,000 um, for candidate travel expenses. Um, I know we have it built in for uh, consultant travel, and um, I feel like in the past we have done candidate travel if it's um, just a few and we're not traveling, but I'll have to check with my manager on that one. So I, um, I'll reach out to you after this. And Rachel, even if it's not included in the budget, is that something that would be coordinated out of your office? If, if say the Department of Environment was able to uh, find those funds, you could coordinate it? Absolutely. Okay. And I think that's probably gonna be true uh, for the interviews with the mayor as well. Um, my experience has been that we would pay for those flights, transportation, and at least a night at the hotel. 
Sarah, is that your is that you've been your experience? Um, I haven't been involved in other department level recruitment, so I'm not sure. My experience with some of these is pre pandemic, um, but I imagine that aspect of it would probably still be the same um, unless they're coming from within California and can maybe fly up for the day. But I remember doing the planning director um, and we uh, flew those folks in three different times uh, and put them up. So logistically, it was a it was a lot of fun. Um, but um, there were there was the we flew them in for the interview with the commission. It was a joint commission actually. Flew them in for a meeting with the mayor's policy advisors and a member of the board of supervisors, and then we flew them again uh, to meet with the mayor. So some people got a lot of mileage. Um, Sarah, and, uh, Rachel, and I can send this out, but the um, budget. Uh, that was approved at the previous search committee meeting, just confirming that that did include a $25,000 fixed flat fee and an additional uh, $5,000 for candidate travel. Okay. Thanks, Kyle. So, um, to focus our discussion discussion once more, um, can we hopefully settle on um, an action item around uh, beginning this official recruitment process with these materials and edits in mind? Is that a motion that we can make that motion as stated? Mm-hmm. So moved. All right. We have a motion from Commissioner Vermejo. I will second that motion. And a second from Member Owens. And again, I do want to emphasize perhaps sooner this process. I know it puts a bit of pressure on you, Rachel, but I, I do want to keep Commissioner Wall's comments around the budget and its timeline in mind as we do this too. Um okay. Um we have the motion. Uh we should probably take public comment at this point, right, Kyle? Thank you, Commissioner. One moment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And see no callers in the queue. Public comment on this item is closed. Roll call vote then. Chair on? Yes. Mr. Bermejo? Aye. Commissioner Wall? Aye. Member Chu? Yes. Member Owens? Yes. Motion passes. Great. Thank you, uh, Rachel, for your work and you too, Sean, for your input on this as well. So we'll be checking back in on you, uh, of course, and please feel free if issues come up to check back in, through, you know, with us, Kyle and staff. So that said, uh, then we'll move on to the next item, Kyle. Uh, this item six, I believe, new business, future agenda items. 
Okay. The speaker is Kyle Lander, Commissioner Affairs Officer. This item is for discussion. Good evening, committee members. Um, so, in light of the vote to uh, officially begin the recruitment process, I will coordinate with the chair, committee members, uh, DHR, and CPS to schedule a search committee remote meeting um, in mid to late January to identify candidates to advance to the next round of the search process. Um, as this meeting would include discussions of specific candidates, we do expect that the majority of the meeting would take place in closed session. Um, and as was just discussed, we were looking at um, likely two to three subsequent meetings uh, to further narrow the pool of candidates and for the subsequent round of interviews with the finalists. I'll pause now to see if there are any questions. None from me. Anybody else? Okay. Thanks for that update, Kyle. We also need to take public comment on this portion, right? Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should dial star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And see no callers in the queue. Public comment on the item is closed. Okay, that leads us to our final item then. Okay. The next item is item seven, adjournment. The meeting is adjourned. The time is 5.20 p.m. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have Thank a good evening, everyone. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Bye.